today on Learn Me Something. Can you sue yourself? Versus. Lucid dreaming. Josiah. Yeah. <laughs> How stinking excited are you right now? 13, 14. 13 or 14. <laughs> okay. I would say I'm at a 12, but now <laughs> I've, I've decided to match your level. I'm okay. now at a 14. Welcome to the top. It, this is... It's 13 or 14 out of 13 or 14. Wow. Level of excitement. <laughs> I can't get more excited. It's season two. <laughs> yes. Um, I missed it. I missed you, Josiah. Yeah, I have missed you too. Um, we haven't sat across this table, which is a kind of hilariously long table to yeah. sit across <laughs> from each other. It's like uh, what I'd imagine a fancy dinner is like <laughs> with two people. You get a fancy, like super, super fancy. Right. They sit you at a big table and you're at... Like opposite ends. Yeah. You're yeah. trying to make a business deal. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, if you're listening and you've listened to season one, welcome back. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to have mm-hmm. you. If you're not listening, feel... F- Wait. Nope. You would be listening. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear these If you are not listening, how are you... <laughs> my, my mind just <laughs> melted. Okay. If you are listening, and this is your first episode, welcome to season two. Just so you know, there's a whole first season in case you want a whole lot more of yeah, us. Yeah, 20 episodes that we did last year. And you know what? I don't, I don't know how many people caught on to this, but this is uh, being released on the closest Tuesday to our one-year anniversary. Yes! Season two <laughs> and our one-year anniversary. Ah, it's pretty weird to think that we've done this for a whole year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think so. I, uh, thoroughly enjoy it. Glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, you want to just dive right in, or should we keep drawing it on? Um, let's draw it on for like 30 more minutes. Okay. And then we can start. I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also something we should say, though, uh-huh. is we're, we're videoing now. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll link to the YouTube video, but you can watch us sit here and talk for <laughs> over an hour if you want. Um, we're our, our show... Also going to have a TikTok up and running, because yeah. we're Gen Zers. Are yeah. we? Uh, I've heard it both ways. We're on the line. Yeah. I, I think I would consider us barely Gen Z. Okay. I would prefer to go millennial. Right. Because That's the people Gen who Zs are. just seem, <laughs> seem a little rough. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. But yeah, we're going to be on TikTok. Uh, what's the handle for that? Uh, guess. Uh, is it it's Learn Podcast? At Learn Podcast. What? Just like everything else. All the other ones we have? I did not see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah, and we'll, we'll post uh, clips there. Maybe some stupid little videos. We'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll You're going to have to follow to find yeah. out. Yeah. Anyway, Josiah, we ended the big finale on a cliffhanger. We did. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I just remembered. Yeah. What that we did is. not tell anyone. Who won and who lost? Uh, So, quick recap of last episode that we released a couple months ago. It was a marathon episode, so we both talked about a whole lot of things. And the big winner was... Not me. Me. It was was me. Yeah, it was Josiah. I won. Um, And uh, do you want to remind remind him what the punishment was? Yeah, so the loser of last episode had to... Write and perform either a written word poem or a rap. Yeah. For this episode. And yes. we've decided to For do it right, at this episode. Right now. Yeah. Um, 
Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty nervous. Okay. I've never. I've. I went the rap route. Okay. Oh. Seemed most fitting with our vibe. Okay. But uh, I've never done rap before. Yeah. So. I think you'll do great. I'm very. Do, is this something I'm doing right now? Uh. Yeah. You want to draw it on more? <laughs> mm, Twenty minutes. Okay. Um. If I mess up, do we just pause and I keep going? Because no. I tried my best, but it's. It's not as easy are, as it seems. Are you going to like put on a beat or is it just like, uh, what's it, acapella? Let acapella me, rap. Acapeco. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, let me just walk you through my thought okay. process okay. here. So, and we'll just get right into it. So I, ooh, my heart's starting to beat fast. <laughs> so um, I was at home this week, right? I was going to make a beat. Because we didn't have a beat. So right. it's like, I'm going to sit down. just going to work some stuff out. Made it about halfway through. It was pretty sick, pretty fat. But then, Josiah, I realized something. Do you want to know what I realized? What did you realize? We already have a beat. Oh, this is a throwback. Also, I'm definitely going to mess up. Okay, just, just go through if you mess up. Okay, just keep it going. Something's back, it's blue, it's hot, it's new, it's better than you ever knew. Even the treasure of Forest Finn isn't the rich pot of gold that we're offering you, so go ahead, cost us it. I guess. No, that was so good. I messed it up. Was, all right, all right, start over we're from the top. top. That was so good. You're doing great. I'm gonna skip the Huga chant at the beginning. <laughs> just didn't, it just didn't work. I loved it. That was, that was like a good start. Okay, here we go. Round two. Learn me something back, it's blue, it's hot, it's new, it's better than you ever knew Even the treasure of Forest Fin isn't the rich pot of gold that we're offering you So go ahead, call us a sandwich, cause we're mixing battle royale with the truth It doesn't take Sherlock to see that Josiah and I are legends when we're in the booth Yes, booth. let's go! Woo! This is a message from my co-host Josiah, let me give it to you straight, okay? The season isn't gonna go your way, okay? Cause you can't keep up with these brain waves and the knowledge that's flows in my veins Cause when I spit the facts to the people, you better believe that they listen in here And they take that to the polls and scribble my name, no votes for you, man, that's a shame Oh my goodness but the fact is, there's only one winner, and the victory is mine. You think that you're better than me? I get it, it's fine. I just sure hate to see a grown man cry. But if you insist, then give it a try. Girl, turn on the mics. Let's let the world decide. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, I had no uh, like expectations, and that was a 13 or 14. <clears throat> I that was so good. <laughs> I did a full run through maybe three times. I finished writing it today. I'm impressed. I feel like Woo! that was just pure uh, Eminem level lyrical genius. <laughs> I got off a little bit, but you know, I'm not a rapper. No, not a rapper. I'm not. That's okay. I'm I'm very impressed. <laughs> oh and, boy, uh, I'm so glad that you did that and not me, because you just did. Ugh. I'm gonna cry. You're gonna see a grown man cry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, so originally I was like, I'll just do the recordishment song. Oh, and then I realized that's, that's like three minutes long. So you so chopped I, it up a little bit? I chopped it up a little okay. bit and then realized I don't actually have really words to say. Um, so I was like sitting with a journal and a pen and couldn't come up with anything. Coming up with words, especially words that move fast, surprisingly difficult. Yeah. So I went and took a shower. Okay. Believe it or not. Yeah. Like half an hour, it was a long shower. Yeah. Half an hour later, I got out of the shower and I pretty much had the whole thing. Remember our episode last yeah, season yeah. where I was talking about how good the shower is oh, for of a creative idea? Of course, yeah. By the time I got out, I was like, I think I've got it. So did you just like do one little verse at a time, one little... Well, I knew 
that I wanted to throw shade at you a little bit. And I also knew that I wanted to incorporate some fun, learn me something throwbacks. Yeah. Um, so I, th- That's so I wanted, orig- <laughs> earlier today, I had a whole extra 20 seconds and it was going to be just pure throwbacks to episodes and topics. Uh-huh. But uh, I was on a time crunch and it just seemed really hard. Yeah. But I squeezed <laughs> Forrest Finn in there. I squeezed Sherlock. Yeah, I heard that. I got salad. Did you uh-huh, catch the salad I did. bit? Um, was that all? Those are the only three. There's the hygge part at the beginning. <laughs> My hygge <laughs> chant. <laughs> that kind of just came out. You the hygge just out. oozes out of me sometimes. It does. Yeah, I mean, I'm thoroughly impressed and I feel very happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say I plan to go undefeated this season. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, <laughs> quick shout out to you about season two. Um, we did a whole cool new rebrand. If you've seen our yeah, new we did. stuff, yeah, and uh, that was all Josiah, and it looks sick. Took me a long time. Super happy with uh, with the neon look. I'm yeah, like, I'm liking it. Um, yeah, we're we're both really wanting to save up to actually get a neon sign <laughs> like that. Right now, it's just animated. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we can dream. We'll dream. We can dream. Um, so for this season, we're not going to do games, but we are going to add a little extra incentive for the winner. Yeah. Because the winner gets to decide who goes first yeah. for the next episode. So since I won last episode, I am going to decide that I would like to go first. Oh. Yeah. You want to kick off season two. I do. Going strong. Yep. Okay. I support it. Okay. Um, I'm really excited about this, by the way. It's been a long time since I've learned a thing. <laughs> You're just like, I'm done learning. Yeah. Nothing till next season. Not right now. Not while we're on hiatus. <laughs> Isn't that what hiatus is? I think like so. Either a, a that break. or it's a poem with specific lines. Oh, yeah. like. Uh, oh, that's a haiku. Five, <laughs> five, seven, five. We're on a haiku, so I'm not learning anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to start off by reading you this fake news article. Okay. A Kentucky man who threw a boomerang that flew back and hit him on the head has sued himself for 300000 U.S. dollars and won. And astonishingly, it will not cost him a cent because all the money he won comes from his insurance company. Larry Rutman of Owensboro was awarded the windfall after a court determined he, quote, caused body damage through negligence and carelessness. Wait. <laughs> and he said, I paid all that insurance for a long time just in case something unforeseen like this ever happened. Did he just work the system? No. So like I said, okay. not a real news article. Oh, yeah. okay. I, the second you started telling the story, I forgot the like basis of it. Out the window. No, and that's like, okay. Ooh, story. Okay. But mm. this raises a very important question. Okay. Is it possible? Hmm. Can you sue yourself? And that <laughs> today is the basis <laughs> of my topic. <laughs> so, Once again... Uh, not what I expected. So we will be exploring this today. Okay. Uh, d- quick disclaimer, I know little to nothing about the law, mm. besides you shouldn't speed. I took street law in high school, so we should be so fine. So you know more than me. I think. Anytime you're ready for a rebuttal, just let me know. Okay. <laughs> oh, <And> you're... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will re- rebut. <laughs> I, okay. Um, so, yeah, I kind of thought about this question on, during the break, and I was like... I wonder if that's possible. Can I sue myself? <laughs> and I, okay, so I'll take you through my thought, par- my yeah, thought process. Yeah, please. I was like, Most people don't have those thoughts. I was so like, let's... I 
would like to sue myself. Okay. And then I got to thinking like, what is the, what is suing somebody? Mm -hmm. Is it like filling out the paperwork? Does the court have to get involved? Do you have to like actually go to court? Mm. Um, Hmm. And so you can, you can, it starts out by you fill out the paperwork and the, the court has to sign off on it. Like you can't just, as far as I know, uh, sign some paperwork and have it delivered to whoever you're suing. Right. Because otherwise I would have sued myself. So that already. Is, that is easy. So the step one is getting through that part. Right. You have to actually go to the court, and I didn't love that idea. Yeah. I mean, if somebody out there knows something about law uh-huh. and is like an attorney <laughs> and is like, no, you can sue yourself, I'll help you, then let me know. I would love yeah. to. I would like to hire you to sue myself. Otherwise, I was not successful in suing myself. Quick question. Wait. Okay. That spurred another question. Yeah. yeah of course. Number one. Of course. Did you try? Um, I did not go to the court, no. Okay. Number two. Uh, if you hired an attorney to sue yourself, would he be for the defendant or for the prosecution, or would he be on both sides at once? Um, you know what? Hold on to that question, and we... You can, maybe you can form an answer I'm, by the end of this. I'm jumping the gun. Okay, continue. Okay, so so again, <laughs> what, is, what is suing? Like, when does it actually become a lawsuit? Mm-hmm. And I've decided that the, the court has to be involved, and it can't just be thrown out for, mm-hmm. like, stupidness, stupidity. Okay. Because I also learned <laughs> about, <laughs> oh, what's it called? Clearly, I didn't learn <laughs> that much about it. You were on your um, haiku that day. <laughs> um, it's basically where... Oh, contempt. Oh. Contempt of court, where mm. you, if the court's like, uh, you're wasting our time, then they can fine you. So they that. can so, basically sue you for messing I, up <laughs> their court. <laughs> I mean, and yeah. I mean... Kind of. I would not like to have an actual lawsuit on my hands. Agreed. So... <laughs> My criteria is basically the court has to be like, yeah, this is valid. Okay. And I could not think of any ways to sue myself that are valid. It seems like boomerang is close. As close as you... Well, I don't know. It's yeah, still your own know. fault. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's a way around it. I need to put in some, some more thought to it. But Could you... Okay. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. Salad for thought. It, picture a... Not construction worker. What if you're like a civil engineer? Am I using that word right? So you design a bridge. Sure. And you go across that bridge. The bridge caves in and you get injured. Could you sue yourself for being liable, for making a bad bridge? Okay. That reminds me of a case. Okay. Okay. Love it. Uh, We'll get there in a second, but let's start with this one. Uh Um, I I got a couple cases we're going to look at. Love it. And uh, one by one. Okay. First one. Lodi v. Lodi. Lodi, in this case, is the same person. And uh, Lodi is his last name. Yeah. Uh, he, he sued himself uh, representing both sides. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was a plaintiff and the defendant. Plaintiff is a person who is doing the suing. Defendant is a person who is being sued. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and they didn't really know why he did so. <laughs> they were assuming it had something to do with like tax purposes, but basically he was suing himself to get um, to become the the sole beneficiary of this charitable trust. Okay. Um, 
I have questions. <laughs> no, you know what? You just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a topic that raises a lot of questions. Um, so he requested an order that he, he said, I'm absolutely entitled to the possession of this estate. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, in the end, they said, no. <laughs> and... And uh, they actually wrote, I love this, it's hard to imagine a more even-handed application of justice <laughs> since he both won and lost. It's like perfectly fair. Oh, and uh, as far great. as like the, the fees and everything's go, everything goes, um, they were trying to decide who, which side should pay it. And then they said, uh, the equities are better served by requiring each party to bear his own cost. Mm. So again, he, each side paid... <laughs> and it's so but he's both sides so he's no matter what they would have said <laughs> either way either way it's just so good could you imagine fighting your way through law school getting all this experience becoming like a judge and then coming into the courtroom one day to realize that this is the situation that's it's gotta be like either i, I feel like either you just like sit there and take a deep breath here we no, go. Not today. <laughs> or <laughs> not on a Tuesday. Or be like, okay, this is this is new. This will be a good story to tell people at my next dinner party. Yeah. Tell the spouse tonight. You know. Yeah. Um, I got another story too. Okay. This is kind of similar. This is Brock v. Angel One. So this is a, a prisoner she named gave Robert Lee a Brock. Nickname. He, no. Okay. He did give himself a nickname. <laughs> oh, he actually did. Um, Two Souls Walker. Ooh. That's that's like a, a cowboy name. That's pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm two, I'm two souls, souls walker. walker. Cowboy get, you Bob. best be getting out of this town <laughs> before I shoot you in the but head. I bust bust shoot your butt. You in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best get riding. <laughs> okay. Um. So he was serving 23 years for grand larceny, breaking and entering. Nice. So he's uh, you know hanging out in. Uh, in the correctional facility. Of course. And uh, he thinks to himself, I think I know a way out of this. So he wrote, he writes a letter to the court saying that during his crime, uh-huh. he was drunk, which caused him to violate his religious beliefs, <laughs> which his religious beliefs must be, don't commit grand larceny, <laughs> breaking or entering. I can't imagine. <laughs> Some kind of, I don't know. There's crazy religions out there. Yeah, I... That seems ridiculous to me. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so he wanted $5 million in damages. Nice. And get this, he wanted the estate, the state, not the estate. Uh-huh. Um, he probably didn't have an estate. Well, he, he, wanted the he tried st- to get the estate <laughs> and they caught him. <laughs> he wanted to get the state to pay it for him. Whoa. Since he was uh, working, or he was in prison. Oh, so he's like, so I'll he- pay you back. Once uh, I get out, uh huh. But you you're gonna have to pay me because you're not letting me work. I can't make money in here. So he act, he found a somewhat smart strategy to attempt to work the system, <laughs> uh, other I mean, than the fact that his whole basis was kind of weird. There, <laughs> there's like a fraction of a percentage that there's something working, maybe worth trying. <laughs> yeah, I I give it to him. Um, and of course the law th- lawsuit was thrown out and this guy was kind of notorious for 
<laughs> his uh, amateur law work. Mm. He lodged 29 <laughs> appeals from 1995 to 1996. At least he's dedicated. And he complained about everything. Like, like the food was... Like, he complained that somebody tried to poison him. Of course. I, I think, like, the people working there. the Like, the lunch person. Oh, Wow. And like um the accommodations were not good enough or right. the library was too small things like that. And uh so this is what the court had to say. Plaintiff has presented an innovative approach to civil rights litigation. Oh. However, his claim and especially the relief sought are totally ludicrous. <laughs> so I feel like that's the the uh the fancy court way of saying this is so stupid. This was the <laughs> this was the worst. I mean, I I applaud his mindset of I'm gonna get I'm gonna force myself to pay myself, but since I can't pay myself, someone else will have another entity will have to. That's a decent <laughs> thought. <laughs> I owe me five million dollars, but I can't pay that. So government, so you <laughs> go for it. Fork up, please. <laughs> I'll pay you back. No interest. <laughs> Easy five. <laughs> uh, you um, can trust me. <laughs> my religious beliefs are That's solid. Yep. Yeah. I do not violate my re- religious beliefs much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, I, I found the, a term for this called auto litigation. Okay. Which uh, I think might have been <laughs> just been invented for this by just some guy who uh-huh. was writing about it. And there's there's actually quite a few other cases that I found of like businesses suing themselves. Um, Wells Fargo did this, and then government entities sue themselves themselves a lot. Really? Yeah. And like seems kind of shady. Like there was this one case where New Zealand, um, this committee wanted to build a retaining wall, um, and then a committee that they had previously hired sued the committee, the first committee. <laughs> And was like, no, let's not do that. And so they, <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically suing yourself. Um, but still, that that didn't feel to me like you can. I as an individual can sue myself successfully. Right. So um, let's move on. Yeah. See if we can find anything else. I think we should keep looking. Um, here's uh, something that a law law review article from '91 said that was kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Someone someone smart. And like professional had this to say, however divided you may be, you may not in general sue yourself. Mm. That a lawsuit by definition requires at least two parties has always been clear to common law courts. Right. The idea that a person cannot sue herself collapses, however, when the person is the United States government. Although a caption as frank as United States v. United States is uncommon, courts have rarely hesitated to hear intergovernmental disputes. So this person says, it happens all the time with governments, government entities, because uh-huh. they're, they're big, there's lots of different parts to them. Yeah, so the IRS people. sued the other department that the government has. <laughs> <laughs> happens all the time. And uh, they say, they say that you can't, but, I mean, the cases that I had been reading, <laughs> I was like, I think... It, I'm still holding out hope. Okay. Um, now I am too. Josiah, <laughs> I'm back at a 13 or 14. <laughs> Did you you drop down at one point during your rap? Uh, the rap brought me yeah. to like a nine. Okay. The first time I messed up, I was like, right. this season's trash. <laughs> Let's just stop. I quit. <laughs> um, so there, there actually was one case that I found 
that um, a dad, this is unverified, by the way. Okay. This is just somebody that I found online that said this, and I couldn't find... I'll believe it wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah. I do, too. Okay. Um, they own a sod farm. The son was on a piece of equipment, like a tractor, and fell off and got injured. Uh-huh. He sued his own company um, and got insurance to pay for that. Oh. And apparently that the guy is still alive, but it's a little slow. <laughs> I just thought it was strange that they included that. That's, oh, that's he's, what the article says? Well, just the, the person who wrote that. They're like, I mean, he's still alive, but he's a little slow in my opinion. He doesn't move as fast anymore. <laughs> up here. Up in the noggin. But anyway, so that's, I feel like that we're getting closer. <laughs> as an individual, you can sue yourself. I mean, you sue your own business. That's like kind like of suing the business. Suing your property. You, you own the business. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. here's a question though yep what if you do it by accident accidentally sue yourself because I found a case what <laughs> okay <laughs> do elaborate so there's this guy named uh, Emmert Wiss that he guy. represented a client who bought and refinanced a house mm-hmm. and apparently the closing fees she paid were more than what she had agreed to mm-hmm. with the mortgage company um, and so he's like, I think we've got a case here. Let's, let's take it to court. I think we can get some money out of this. Nice. And they found out after they had started the lawsuit that Wiss, the guy who was representing, um, the lady, yep. his company that he owned was the one who, what? who charged her. <laughs> I have no idea how they did not figure that out beforehand. So, but they actually, they didn't figure it out until they were at court in court. He, <laughs> yeah, the lawsuit was like happening, and like you can you can read like the transcript of of this, uh-huh. and the the slow realization. <laughs> the, the judge, I don't I don't know if you can like they probably realized it out of court, but um, the lawsuit kept going, and uh, eventually he dismissed himself. <laughs> I mean, because you don't want to be found suing yourself, <laughs> so, right? Can you imagine? Holy cow! Could you? I bet he wakes up every single morning and goes, man, I'm a pretty silly guy. That was a silly thing I did 12 years ago. I wonder if, if, if he thought, like, maybe I should still go through with this because I can get money out of it, even though my company loses it. But me personally, maybe I can get yeah. a little more money. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, maybe they had a budget for that or something. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, I just, like, I'm curious, like, what went through his, through his head. And uh, the thing about this uh-huh. that I think is so interesting is that it's the whole thing was over a $60 no two thirty dollars what fees that that she had to pay f- like faxing fees <laughs> and and I, I this proves how much I don't I don't know because uh, they hired like a group of attorneys like mm. more than more than a few hmm. which means I think they were like a bunch of people they thought they could represent, Uh but maybe they were starting with this person and that's so funny. Yeah. But super interesting. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) I, I think, I don't know that that one's close. It's that's the closest that we've read. I think think. so. I think so. Other than the one at the very beginning that I thought was real. Cause you don't have to like convince anybody why, it's a good idea to sue yourself. Yeah. 
It has so it has to be accidental. Yeah. There's one case, however, which I know I kind of led up to Mm. that I think I think proves that you can sue yourself. Okay. I'm very I'm intrigued. And so of course the name of this case, Bagley versus Bagley. (laughs) In this case again, Bagley is the same person. Love on both sides. Love this journey for Bagley. (laughs) (laughs) So this this one's a little bit uh, tough, harder of a case. Okay. Um, So Barbara Bagley and her husband Bradley Von Bauer were driving Mm. together. She was driving. She caused a wreck that ended in his death ten days later. Okay. So real real tough situation. Right. And uh, she was the sole heir and personal representative of his estate. Okay. And she sued herself as the negligent driver Uh in a wrongful death lawsuit for depriving her other self of companionship. And among other things, like there's this whole list of like um, financial security, like this list of of things. And, And on top of that, for causing her husband to experience pain and suffering. So she sued herself for causing that on both herself and her husband. Huh. And so she took it to district court, uh-huh. and they looked at the law for wrongful deaths in Utah. And after looking at it, there was some language in it that was kind of like, <laughs> according to Bagley and her attorneys, like, this is kind of open for interpretation. Yeah. I think we've got a case. Like, uh-huh. I mean... We can make it work. Yeah. these be- She seems like a... I mean, if you have, if you're the sole heir and personal representative of an estate, that just sounds fancy. You, you must. <laughs> well, you know, never mind. I take that back. Just because you have an estate doesn't mean you're not um, a fool. Anyway. <laughs> yes, it does. So uh, at district court, they dismissed it and said, no, it's pretty clear that this is not a thing. So she ended up appealing. And the ruling of the case was reversed. So after okay. they went to the Utah Supreme Court and they actually affirmed the ruling of the Court of Appeals and said that the language of the law was broad enough to allow for Bagley to be the plaintiff and the defendant. So this was like a, a interpretation of law. Yeah. That they were like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can sue yourself. Okay, go and at it. And uh, I learned about this thing called absurdity, the absurdity doctrine, which Ooh, is basically if band name dibs. If <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, continue. If um, if like, if something is so absurd that like it's it's uh, like there's a lot of debate. Whichever one is less absurd uh-huh. is the the interpretation that you go with uh-huh. with the law. They, so they didn't have to use that because I guess it was clear enough to the Utah court, like the Utah Supreme Court, that they were like, okay. sure, yeah, let's, let's, let's make it happen. And she also she had two different sets of attorneys, one for each side, as a plaintiff and defendant. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Which, I mean, it makes sense, but like... You I, would guess you would have to, in the In the courtroom, you know how there's like two tables uh-huh. for each uh, party to sit on? I wonder if she like m- would move... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she sat right alone the at the middle <laughs> and her attorney sat at separate tables on the, each side. And she would just like lean over. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm I'm on, say, I'm oh, on your lean side. to the okay. other side. 
Sorry, I got to talk to these other guys. I think we can take these guys. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can take them. I think we got a good chance. (laughs) And she leans over to the other guys. I think I think they're making a big mistake. (laughs) They seem cocky. (laughs) A little overconfident, if you ask me. (laughs) Um, So anyway, in my conclusion, Uh I believe you can sue yourself um, based on the ruling of the Utah Supreme Court, allowing Bagley to sue herself. (laughs) Rebuttal. That's Uh, I think. Yeah, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) You're like, "Um, well, actually, if you look at the facts. Let me take you to chapter 14, verse <laughs> AB, 7. Of the psalm. <laughs> this is what the Bible has to say about that. Um, so I was so happy to, to find that. Yes, I believe you can sue yourself. Okay. <laughs> but, unf- yeah, man. Well, it's unfortunate that it's like a sad way to do it. It seems like it has to be right. sad. Right, Like... A crazy person is, it's more likely that it's going to be like a real case than a crazy person just trying to get some money out just, of the yeah. government. Or. But I mean, to the, pra- to the crazy people who are trying, I do applaud their efforts. That's like, some creativity. It's a lot of creativity and it's like a large amount of hustle for something that no mm-hmm. one really does yeah. ever because it doesn't make sense. And I'm sure <laughs> it takes a lot of humility to do that uh-huh. because, I don't know, if like you talk to people about Especially both on the part, on the part of uh, the attorneys and the and Bagley, because uh-huh. like I don't know if you if you bring that up to somebody, they're probably just gonna like laugh at you in their head, right? But you just gotta be like, no, this is this is a real thing. We're giving giving it a shot. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a pretty strong backbone because yeah. you're gonna yeah. get some feedback yeah. from <laughs> from the folk yeah. down the street. Yeah. So. Okay, so final our final verdict is that in the right circumstance, you can, in fact, yeah, sue of, yourself. Of course, the right circumstance. Um, again, not, <laughs> not a recommendation that you should just try this willy-nilly. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Try it willy-nilly. If you've if you got some money to spend on fines um, that you might incur, go for it. I would, seriously, I would love to <laughs> sue myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I also, like... Does that go on your record or something? Oh, I didn't even think about, like, would you... Yeah, that's interesting. And, like, yeah, I, I could not... Th- You'd have to purposely, <laughs> like, hurt yourself or, like, yeah. claim you have multiple personality disorder and say that one of your personalities is, like, causing harm to you or something. Yeah. That would be a complicated one, too. That would probably oh. result in some sort of hospitalization, I think, <laughs> as opposed to you seems, making money. Seems like the best. Yeah. You'd have a real split situation on your hands. Yeah. It seems like the best outcome is uh, uh, professional help. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a pretty easy yeah. decision. <laughs> as opposed to just, you know, trying to make an extra buck. Yeah. And there's there's actually one, one last bonus case Kay. that... Uh, uh, I thought was interesting as well. Uh, do you know who John Fogarty is? Sure don't. He is the lead singer, was the lead singer of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Okay. Have you heard of them? <laughs> no. Yeah, you have. <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one of their most popular songs. Come on. And play. And play. Oh, Fortune yeah. Yeah. Um... They've also got Down on the Corner. 
down on the corner. Why didn't you start open with that one? I don't, that was number four on the list of Spotify. I just uh, went with number one. Um, okay. I'm pretty bad at music musician names. Oh, that's okay. They're very good. Anyway, so I'm he was really the lead singer of, of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Uh-huh. And uh, he got in a lawsuit because he somebody claimed that he... Uh, created music that was too similar to his old music <laughs> that he didn't own anymore. So as a, oh. as a solo artist, John Fogarty wrote a song that um, the person that owned, who owned the rights to Creedence Clearwater Revival Whoa. said, that's too close to your song from before. Yeah, that's interesting. And they, they took him to court. How did that one go? Uh, this literally went all the way to the top. Wow. To the the United States Supreme Court. Wait, no way. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And but mostly because like you know, I'll I'll play you the songs. Um because they don't <laughs> I don't think they sound the same. <laughs> but here's here's a little This one's called Run Through the Jungle. <laughs> down on the corner. Just kidding. And then this one's called The Old Man Down the Road. And I'll skip to it. Okay. So, I think as far as music goes, <laughs> like it's going to sound similar because he probably plays the same instruments and it's still his voice. That's exactly what he said. He's like, um, of course it's going to, he didn't say this like verbatim, but he said, of course it's going to sound like John Fogarty. <laughs> Because, like, that's all I do. I'm John Fogarty. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's uh, and, crazy. Yeah, he made an argument. He's like, yeah, it's called, like, I, I do something called swamp rock, which mm, I had never heard of. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm too. interested. <laughs> and, uh, that's my topic, actually. <laughs> and uh, it didn't take the, the uh, jury long to decide. They, they're like, no, they're different enough. Yeah. But the, the reason it went all the way to the Supreme Court was... Um, originally John Fogarty was going to have to pay all the fees. Mm-hmm. It, it ended up being like more than a million dollars, which is the, the worst yeah. for him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't like that journey for him. And <laughs> Jonathan. And, uh, so they, they appealed that decision and, uh, ended up winning. And so oh. they, didn't, they didn't have to, the uh, guy who sued them had to pay the fees. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. Enjoy that journey for John Fogarty. Yeah. I, now yeah. I know. Ultimately. How so, like, petty that, do you have to be to be like? It's crazy. And there were there's uh, some songs about him. Like uh-huh. the, the there was some bad blood, I guess. And uh, John Fogerty wrote some songs about for Taylor Swift. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no. There's some songs that are like clearly bashing this other guy. Ah, ah, yeah. So that was just kind of an, an interesting bonus case that like yeah, getting sued for making something that sounds too much. Like something that you did, <laughs> right? But, I don't know. Copyright law is just so confusing, and I, I'm very scared of it. It just seems like a big whale. You know? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm scared of it too. Uh, learn me something is copyrighted officially and uh, unlegally. <laughs> <laughs> officially, but unlegally. <laughs> it's official, but not paid for by uh, the but not recognized by the U.S. government. <laughs> So that's what I got, man. And that was uh, good. That was cre- that was a creative open opening topic. Yeah, a little different. Um, so that all came about because you were just thinking, what if I could sue yeah. myself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'll I sh- 
I'll try to have more thoughts like that. Good. Yeah. Do you keep a I hope you keep a journal. I keep a dream journal. No, I I don't. I have just a list on my phone that I call stupidity. Uh-huh. And I just put <laughs> every time I have a stupid thought, I put it in there. I love that. Yeah. Uh I would like to start that. <laughs> Did you say you keep a dream journal? I don't keep a dream journal. Well, you should. Um, let me real quick, um, as you can uh, prepare for your topic, let me read something from my stupidity notes. Oh, and just be just be aware. Uh huh. Some of them are pretty stupid. Well named. A well named note um, page. Okay, here's something. Why are shoelaces still a thing? They seem outdated. Huh. There are a lot of better technologies for keeping your shoes on, I think. Oh, yes. Okay, I've got an opinion on this. Yeah. Have you ever worn the bike cleats where you push the button and turn it clockwise and it tightens automatically? Mm, I, The helmet version of that, yes. Okay. But not the shoe version. The first time I put those on, my first thought was, why doesn't every single shoe in existence have this thing? You just click it in and twist and it goes... And then it's tight. That saves you so much. You don't have to like... Honestly, they should make an app. You don't have to bend down. You just uh-huh. slip on your shoe, press the button on your phone, tightens uh-huh. it up. Yeah. There's got, there's an iCarly episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> did I? I mentioned iCarly yeah. last episode yeah, too. <laughs> wow. I am. Two in a row. My cool factor is tanking. Um, and then something else from my list uh-huh. is... Um, Oh shoot! Oh, I this Christmas I think I want to register for Christmas gifts. Okay, you know, like people <laughs> register for gifts for weddings. Yeah, I want to do that for like my birthday or Christmas. Just send it Go out there, see what comes sc- in. Scan some stuff and then put up a website. Oh. and then <laughs> can you send me? Just link me to that yeah, once I, you've got yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think if I if I get that done, I'll I'll send you a list. Okay, maybe I'll just make it public so anyone can buy me stuff. For sure, you know, for sure. So. Yeah, if you're in the area. <laughs> I mean, you could just send it to if you want. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, before we do my topic, yeah. Since you're the winner, yeah, of last episode, not this episode or this season, definitely this, last episode, definitely this. Why don't you tell the people about our Patreon? Yeah. So we we've actually had a Patreon this entire time in kind secret. Kind of in secret. Yeah. Just because we. <laughs> yeah. To just, the three people who found it and yeah. <laughs> have actually been supporting us, even though we didn't say anything. Thanks, guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 But big thanks to our patrons. Yes. Our, um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll link to it. Um, you can, I'm sure you can just search it. Patreon, learn me something. Yep. You'll be able to find it. You're smart people. Uh-huh. It's also linked, though, everywhere. Oh, for sure. Everywhere you'd consider one to be linked. Yeah. If you think it should be linked there, it's probably, it probably is. <laughs> um, Check Josiah's registry. <laughs> and... Uh, so we're not going to post a ton on there, but if you want to help us out and support the show, um, I've got some ideas for future topics that would take some money. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's like a, a really helpful way that you can support us. You and, know, uh, yeah. You know, MythBusters. How have you, Josiah? Have you ever heard of MythBusters? <laughs> yeah. How they started off kind of small, like it was a big TV show. Okay. But it was just like, you know interesting stuff okay but then as it got more popular they started just doing huge Crazy. things like trying big blow stuff up, blow up two or three cars every episode exactly think of what learn me something could become <laughs> money is power don't get friend. me started <laughs> 
Oh, so if if uh, I guess if you feel like we provide value, uh-huh. then you can choose how much value. Yep. In um, dollars and uh, support us, and that'd be super helpful. Otherwise, we're gonna always keep it free and try and keep as much stuff free as possible. So. Yep, and you can just keep enjoying guilt free. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't be guilty. That's oh, <laughs> that's worst case scenario. <laughs> but there are. Uh, a couple different ranges. If you choose to be a supporter, you can give as little as a dollar and yeah. as much as uh, infinity. Much as you want, I, yeah. I guess. Much as in- infinity. I'd suggest that option. <laughs> give infinity, but if you don't feel that, that way, um, a right. dollar works too. That's right. Also, uh, we won't talk this long about Patreon every episode. No. This was just since yeah. we're launching it. Yeah. Don't get scared that we're becoming one of those. No, no, no. Money no. grabber. No. We're, <sighs> if anything, we're we should, money. We- uh, giver. We should be. No. <laughs> I don't know about that one yet. <laughs> Maybe someday. All right. What do you got? Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to pretend like the last three minutes haven't happened and okay. ask you one question again. Okay. okay. Do you keep a dream journal? <laughs> dreams. I hope we're talking about dreams. Um, I did at one point. I have one dream written down that I, I had it. It was so vivid. Share it. Do, is it? Is it okay? Is it going to be? <laughs> no, it is not appropriate. <laughs> like, is no, it super kidding. violent? Or... <laughs> no, I, I I had it, and right when I woke up, I was like, "This could be a movie." Oh, okay. Do go. So on. I I got up, I wrote it down, <laughs> and I still have it. But give us. It will not be a movie. Give us the fifteen seconds. But it was version. fun. So basically, it takes place in. The desert, kind okay. of Mad Max style. Oh yeah. A, the main protagonist is a girl who's deaf. Oh. She, her brother is with her. He's hearing, but and? she signs to him. You can see the sign language in subtitles. And um, there, these uh, road gang. I hadn't even seen Mad Max. <laughs> There's this road gang in these cars <laughs> that like, uh, Dune. try and take over okay things are covered in sand it's like an apocalypse and there's this giant sand bear and that jumps out of the dune <gasps> and they have to like escape this sand bears and? i'm talking hundreds of feet tall and? like talking dune sandworm type oh of sand bear. i was hoping for a dune reference in here <laughs> <laughs> and uh basically <laughs> the the way that i had like dreamed it i was like this is cool <laughs> <laughs> Picture this. What if you're in the middle of that dream, right? Sand bear jumps out of the sand. The deaf girl is fighting the people in the bug dune buggies. Sure. Okay. And you're, I guess, we're, wait, the protagonist of the dream, does that mean you were the deaf girl in this nope. situation? Or were you? No, no, no. I was the camera. Oh, so you were full on just directing this movie. Maybe. Okay. Well, I was I was more the audience. I was just observing. Okay. And like seeing things unfold and like <gasps> I don't Whoa, that is a big sand bear. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I've had a dream like that. That's pretty cool, Josiah. Dream in movies? Yeah. I've maybe I my ego's too hot, I guess. Maybe I like have to be the main character <laughs> of all of them. Can I should I get into it what my topic actually yeah, is? Yeah, I mean, take your time. What if you're in that dream, okay? And all of a sudden you think to yourself, wait a second, I'm dreaming right now. I wish. <laughs> and then 
you can take control and you could actually direct oh, it. I wish. <laughs> oh, how think, I wish. Think of the different scenes I could do. Think of the dialogue I could add to my Sandbear movie. <laughs> the emotional context. Think, think of the oh, think of the flow of the movie. <laughs> this is think getting of ridiculous. The, the world building I could do. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for thanks for supporting me into what <laughs> my topic is that you already know. Oh. Josiah, today I'm talking about one of the things that I've been very interested in for a long time, two words, lucid dreaming. dreaming. I've never done it. You've never done it. Uh, I started to once and then I woke up. Okay. So I need some, I need some uh, learnedness. Okay. Well, you've come to the right place, my friend. Um, but if it makes you feel better, only 55% of people, according to a study a couple of years ago, have had one. That does not make me feel better. If it was like 10%, I would feel better. Oh, yeah, yeah I, guess. <laughs> I guess. I'm in the minority. In... <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe No, that's, that's okay. That's okay, though. And then only 10 people have them about once a month. Okay. So for context... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> 10 people. <laughs> oh, is that Is what this I said? like in the world... Is it like ever? It's a. Have you have you never watched the Lucid Dreamers World Championship? <laughs> the ten, the only ten people who do it monthly. No, sorry, ten percent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for context, lucid dreaming, we've kind of lined it up here. But a lucid dream is when you're in a dream and then you become aware. So all of a sudden, you know that you're dreaming while you're in the dream. Yeah. And this sounds. This sounds like an interesting topic on its own, and it's something I've dive, dove and dive dividend into in the past, but uh, after doing some more research recently, there's actually some pretty cool stuff here. Okay. Shall I dive in? Go right ahead. Okay. So, you know what REM sleep uh, is? Uh, r- oh, rapid eye movement. Uh-huh. Yep. It's the fourth phase of sleep. Yeah, you the go deepest through, sleep, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You go through phases of sleep. When you're in REM, the REM phase, you're at the deepest phase, you sleep, you're sleeping the deepest, and your eyes are moving back and forth. That's why it's called rapid eye movement. Right. Now, this is where dreaming typically happens, and so naturally, this is where lucid dreaming happens. Now, oh, I'm excited about this topic. <laughs> There's cool stuff in here. So, what do you want to know first? Why it happens or how to do it? Mm, why it happens first. Okay, good. That was the next order of events. Good, good. Now, ooh, I forgot to mention, I wrote it in red so I wouldn't forget, and I forgot, but I f- remembered. Uh, right when I was starting, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I need to buckle down and write out the notes for this topic. And so I found the best soundtrack playlist that I could find. Whales. Hit shuffle. Skipped through a couple songs. One started kind of soft, so I was like, okay, this is good f- uh, good focus music. Um, and I started writing about dreaming. Guess what the song was? Dream, the, oh, the dreaming song from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> dream, dream, dream. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been better. Yeah, we're Gen Z. This was, I dreamed a dream of days gone by. Oh, that's Les Mis, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh. Came on right when I was starting. Did Thought you cry? Weird. No, I went... <laughs> What are the odds? <laughs> you scoffed instead. I, I said, ah, girl. <laughs> okay. Why, Josiah, you want to know why lucid dreaming happens? Why? In a normal dream, you fall asleep. A lot of your brain shuts down to get some rest. Mm-hmm. And your body shuts down. 
and your brain starts flipping into uh, reruns. It take dreams are just a lifelong storage of memories that are being put together in weird ways. It's like the external hard drive. Yep. That somebody has put a magnet to. Exactly. Exactly. So things are just coming out of nowhere. And here's something I learned. Dreams are entirely controlled by the emotional center of your brain. And the logical portion is shut, da- shut down, which is why dreams frequently don't make any sense. You know, you wake up and you're like, what? Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. Like sand bears and deaf no, people I mean, and dune buggies. That doesn't, that's not included in that category. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. But it's, it's because the logic, the processing part of your brain shuts down and your uh, emotions take control. Lucid dreaming is when you're dreaming normally, but then your prefrontal cortex becomes active, along with a couple other portions of the brain, but the main one is the prefrontal cortex, and it's the one I actually knew about, so yeah, I put it on here. Yeah. And so the prefrontal cortex is in charge of problem-solving, planning, critical thinking, and focus. It's what drives what you focus on. Okay. Now, this shuts down when you sleep, typically, but sometimes, for whatever reason, and scientists do not know why, sometimes it reactivates. Now, here's a fun fact that might make you sad since you've not had one of these. Lucid dreaming is linked to people with bigger uh, prefrontal cortexes. (laughs) That that checks out. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say you're more of a creative person anyway, and this is more logical problem solving not that you don't have those skills <laughs> but <laughs> but i mean if i were to help you justify it <laughs> so people who are more logical like left-brained uh systematic are those people they would typically have they're the ones that would have lucid dreams more not often? not necessarily okay. Okay. which is what which is what makes it interesting yeah. scientists haven't figured it out it's they're diving into it but there's still a lot that's unknown now I've done it yeah. many times now when I, I like learned how, t- so let, let me talk you through, let me give you my origin story. Okay. So I still remember this dream very vividly. I, it was a long time ago, like maybe middle school or early high school, mm-hmm. long time ago. Mm-hmm. I fall asleep and I'm in a parking lot and then I just realize out of nowhere for the first time wait, I'm dreaming right now. And the second that happened, I realized I could do anything. So I was like flying around. Oh, that's so cool. And like I was fighting a monster at one point that I just decided I would be fighting. And it sounds and crazy. You won, of course. Of, of course. Of course. I was, it was my, you're the director. <laughs> yeah, you do what you want. But what's crazy is that these lucid dreams are typically incredibly vivid to the point where a lot of times you don't realize that they're happening because they are so vivid. Like you think it's, wait. You can think it's real. Which makes it not lucid. Yeah, correct. So like lucid dream is a very vivid dream and you could have a non-lucid dream with the same vividosity. Meaning you'll remember it very clearly when you wake up. Right. Or even if you don't remember it, it's very, like, you know when you're, 
when you wake up like and you're bloody. like, that was so real. Yeah. But you still can't remember it very well. Yeah. So it's like super clear. Mm-hmm. There's not like pieces missing and it's not vague. It's lifelike gotcha. and super detailed because your whole brain has yeah. reactivated. Yeah. And uh, it, oh, it just makes me excited. Like the potential. Well, well, I'm skipping it. We're going to get back. Okay. We're going to get to the potentials okay. later. Okay. Let's go through how to do it first. Okay. So. Psychophysiolog, physio, psych, so Dr. Stephen LaBerge, <laughs> <laughs> a psychophysiologist. There you go. Uh, long time ago, not long time ago, in the 80s. Sorry to anyone <laughs> who would not consider that a long time ago. I would. Um, he's the one who really started getting into testing this. Um, and he came up with a way to get people into this state so that he could study it. And it's called the mnemonic induction of lucid dreams, also known as mild. Mnemonic induction of lucid dreams involves what's called prospective memory, which is basically the intention to do something. So you can give yourself the intention to do anything, and that's going to set it in your memory for later. So the way that's helpful is when you're sleeping, your mind is still ready to think about that. You've got that. So that's like, hey, I got to remember to do this thing. Is that yep. same type of thing? Yep. So throughout the day, what he has people do is he has them repeat over and over again in their heads, just whatever they're doing throughout the day. They just have an intent to remember that they're dreaming. So just like, I'm going to dream. I'm going to remember that I'm dreaming. I'm going to remember that I'm dreaming. I'm going to remember that I'm dreaming. Okay. And then uh, the next step is to think of a recent dream, the most recent vivid one you can. Think of all the details of that and then try to picture what's called dream signs. Basically, when you're dreaming, your brain's pretty incredible, but it can't get everything right, like time. So if you're looking at a clock, it's not going to operate the same as in real life. Another one is like looking in the mirror. Yeah, because I've heard of that one. It's hard to recreate exactly what you look like, so you can tell. Mm. Um, and uh, so you identify those, you think about those as much as you possibly can all day. You go to sleep. If you have a lucid dream from there, that's great. Done. That means it works. Done. If you didn't, that means you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and you're going to think of the dream you just had and you're going to think of every detail you can think of for you're gonna stay up for like half an hour. You're gonna go back to bed. What if you're like really tired? Yes, this these these first few I'm gonna talk about are kind of the worst. <laughs> and then you're gonna you know do the same thing. Next time I dream, I'm gonna remember what I'm dreaming. And uh, they found that that was actually pretty successful. But I hate it because it's the worst. Okay. Uh, but fair. what's even worse than that is the method that they uh, developed after developing that one, which is even more effective called Wake Back to Bed. Not the best name, but that's what they called it. Okay. I even wrote on here, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, as a reminder. Yeah. The trick is here that you're going to enter REM while you're conscious. And to do that, you, <laughs> you're going to set an alarm to go off five hours after going to bed. And the alarm's going to wake you up, and you're going to get up and do something. Read a book, drink coffee, whatever, for like half an hour. And then go back to bed. 
But since you got interrupted in the middle of a sleep cycle, uh-huh. when you go back to bed, you're going to fall quickly back into REM. And since that was kind of your goal in the first place, a lot of the time you'll be go straight from consciousness to REM. And so, yeah. So that one works really well. I do not recommend it because it just sounds absolutely So you have to stay up long enough that you're not like foggy anymore? Yeah, you need to be clear-minded. So a lot of people... Which would take me a long time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, they said, the one thing I read said 30 to 120 minutes. Holy cow. Yeah. And this is, keep in mind, at like three in the morning or two in the morning. (laughs) Get up and go for a run. Here's the one that I think is fun, and I've actually done this. It's called reality testing, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It uses something called metacognition, which is your awareness of your thought process. So, like, it's meta. So, like, sometimes, you know, you go on autopilot. Yep. And you're thinking about things, but you're not right. really noticing. Like you're like, how did I drive home just now? Exactly. The goal is to get rid of that and to be as aware of the fact oh. that you're thinking about things as possible. Your thinking has to be at the forefront of your mind. Be Mr. Monk. Be Mr. Monk. Be Adrian exactly. Monk. Because meta, your metacognition, your awareness of your own thought process, is the same in reality as it is in dreams. Nothing changes there. So if you can become more aware in real life, you'll become Mm. more aware in the dream. Mm. So to do this, you can do a couple things like, am I dreaming? Just throughout the day, ask yourself, am I dreaming? No. Nope, not dreaming. And you're just being aware of like things that you would never consciously think about. And you like make that a habit. Yeah. Like, am I asleep right now? Nope. I'm not asleep. And you just do that a lot. And it kind of becomes a habit a little bit. You don't have to do it a whole lot, in my experience. Another thing is checking environments. Again, like, you can check your hands. Yeah. A lot of times in dreams, your hands are a little off. That's the one that I've heard of that, like, I remember. Yeah. Or, again, time or mirrors or solid objects. You can try to, like, push your hand through them and be like, yeah, this is solid. And if you get in the mindset of just consciously being aware of your own thought and what's happening to you at any given moment, that'll translate to your dreams. I've done that one before, actually, and it's worked, which is pretty cool. Where you just were more aware of things. Uh Yeah. And then another one is dream journal. This is another thing with awareness. If you, the second you wake up, start writing down your dreams, then you're going to be more likely to remember your dreams and then more likely to be aware of your dreams and then you'll see more dream signs, and then it'll translate to... Okay. A so good option yeah. is to do a lot of these. Yeah, as, the, the most, as most as you can. Yeah. As you can. It sounds like this is like a, a training thing. It is like, a little bit of training. As a part of your origin story, it's training, that like training montage. I ran on the beach in a sweatsuit many times yeah. for this. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> no. Actually, uh, the re- I haven't had one... In- or I hadn't had one in a while. And the reason I thought of this as a topic was because, oh, I saved this to talk about later. I'm going to say it now. Okay. I had a lucid dream like last week oh. for the first time in a while, but it was different. Was it Everything was really real and I was just hanging out like nothing crazy was happening. Yeah. But I was going to play basketball. 
Yeah. In, early in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes a group of us guys play basketball early, early in the morning. Yeah, too early. Yeah, way too early. And I had it in my mind going to sleep. I need to wake up early, and I hope I don't not wake up right. early. Right. And so I, I became aware in my dream and was like, I need to wake up. I was like, I'm dreaming right now, and I need to wake up, and I couldn't do it. It was so creepy. It took me... Like you were stuck. Yeah. I was consciously thinking to myself, I'm dreaming right now, and I can't get out of it. Were you scared? I was a little scared. I remember thinking, is this what it feels like to be in a coma? Oh. And I was like... That's a little freaky. I was... Yeah. So I was slapping myself in the face. No way. And it Could you feel anything? uh Uh-huh. Because lucid dreams are very vivid. Wait. Do you know if you slapped yourself in real life? I don't. Okay. But I assume I probably didn't. Otherwise, Mallory it? would have been like, hey, uh, You're right. <laughs> hey, man, you should stop. <laughs> you should stop slapping. You. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> but she was like being serious. Hey, stop hitting yourself. Yeah. Hey. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, lucid dreams are really real. real. Like they can. Wow. I mean, I if you think that. about it the same way they can recreate your eyes, which is how you normally dream, they can recreate other senses taste you ever experienced that no i have not something to try because we should be we should try this oh sometime. definitely i'm gonna be i'm gonna get a dream journal i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pushing on tables <laughs> i'm gonna be uh, looking at my hands but i i remember i had to slap myself like four or five times and then i woke up oh and you can ask mallory i like sat up and she was awake and i was like mallory i just had the weirdest dream were you like kind of like just filled with like relief a little bit like, oh. <sighs> it was relief and just like whoa that was crazy and then i was like brains are pretty powerful yeah anyway um the last ooh, this one's kind of creepy too so remember we talked about the mild dream lucid dream option mnemonic induction of lucid yep. dreams yep. mild yep now let's talk about wild it's actually what it's called. It's called <laughs> it's called wake initiated lucid dreaming. Oh. I've done this one once and I won't do it again. Basically, you have to lay down and relax in a way at night that your body falls oh. asleep but your mind stays awake. I've heard of this. And what's creepy is that you're pretty much you're pretty much inviting sleep paralysis. Yes. So I, it took me about an hour. I tried it. I remember I tried it once back a long time ago and I laid there and you have to like be aware of your muscles. It was the way I tried it. And, and just like not move. Anything. You kind of like flex your muscles and then release them as much as possible. Right. And then your body starts to fall asleep. And I remember at one point I like couldn't move a muscle and, uh, I never actually lucid dreamed with this because well, the sleep paralysis freaked me out. Yeah. And I had to start at my toes. And I started with like my big toes, wiggled them, and then yeah. literally, <clears throat> literally just like worked my way up my body trying to move my muscles and wake up. Did you uh, keep your eyes open the whole time? Uh, yeah. It was like blackout curtains. It was pretty it's pretty creepy. That's crazy. Sleep paralysis is nothing like, especially if you don't know what it is. Yeah, I had done research before, yeah. so I knew it was possible, yeah. and it still was like, I don't like that. I just 
like manually deactivated my muscles. Yeah. That's pretty not fun. Yeah, I've heard some freaky stories. Yep. The stories are a result of what's called hip... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry. Hypnagogue or hypnog- hypnogy hallucination. Got it. Uh, second words for sure. First word, I'm 50-50. I got one of those right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's the type of hallucination you do in between wake and sleep. And it's what happens during sleep paralysis. And it's why so many people have stories of like sleep paralysis is known for having creepy things happen. Because it's like, it feels like you're awake, but you're like half awake. It's the, in my opinion, the opposite of lucid dreaming. Wait, that would, no, it wouldn't be the opposite. In lucid dreaming, your mind's awake and your body's awake. Gotcha. It's like In sleep paralysis, your body's asleep, but your mind's awake. Anyway, um, don't do that method. I mean, it's kind of fun. Wild. Just once. I've tried it once and I feel like I started to, like, the ability to move my arms Uh started to go. And I don't know if that was just like my mind thinking uh-huh that i was like oh i did it and then i like just moved them to like get out of it yeah but yeah it is kind of freaky you want to talk about some inception level stuff real fast yeah. and then we'll do like benefits yeah yeah okay so we'll just breeze through this real fast four labs four different labs 36 participants this is a study that was done so they they trained the people to do exactly some of the methods we were talking about they tried it on all of them. They had them like set sleep schedules and everything. They worked with them for a while. Um, and they also taught them how to signal with their body while they're sleeping. So no. based off the different labs, which were in different countries, uh, they had them do different things. Some of them were like, since you're in rapid eye movement, your eyes are moving a lot. You can do like three eye movements no to the left. Way. Uh-huh. They taught them. They didn't know if it would work, but they taught them to do it. Another lab did smiling and frowning using your mouth to communicate. And then a lab, code? a lab in Germany used Morse code with eye movement. They taught them Morse code and then told them to use it. That is like a movie. This is where things get inception-y, but just you wait. So they, uh, they did, I think, like 55 sleep sessions or something. Out of that, they got 15 lucid dreams, and they... The people the were connected, of course, to test equipment and stuff. But when they were, uh, oh, this is so weird. When the lucid dreamers became aware in their dream, they signaled to the people in the room that were observing them, either with the eye movement or the smiling. And <laughs> That's freaky. You see somebody just smile in their sleep slowly. And then yeah, frown. but it has, it has to be consistent, right. like it two smiles. Just, right. Or, and so they'd signal that they were awake, and then the observers would ask questions. They asked 158 questions, like math questions, yes or no questions, like simpler questions, like what's six minus four, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, they got 19% correct. It's like speaking audibly. Like the observers would say, yeah. as if you were awake, yeah. what is six minus four? And they'd say... Two. No, they they wouldn't. Sorry, the sleepers would not speak. They would still communicate non-verbally. Oh, with their. That's why they taught them like the gotcha. Morse or the eye movements. Okay, yeah, that's still that's even that's even crazier actually. <laughs> right, like why wouldn't you say <laughs> just speak it back to me? Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, so nineteen percent answers were answered correctly. Only three percent were wrong. 
about 20% were unclear. And okay. then about 60-ish percent, they didn't get a response. Okay. So they said their results were, this is very difficult, but it's possible to communicate with people while they're dreaming. And they woke up and they asked them questions, the dreamers. And they said, one guy said he heard math questions coming from the car radio. Like the, oh. the questions fit themselves into I just got chills. the story. And then another guy said that he heard the questions in a form of like a narration from a movie. Oh, see, like, that's what would happen with me. Yeah. <laughs> You're already the director. <laughs> but isn't that crazy? That you can communicate with people in dreams if you can, like, it's at the very beginning of being researched, but it's very cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about negatives so that we can end on positives. Negatives, sleep disruption, especially if you use a couple of those methods. But, and this is why I kind of stopped doing it, when you activate the other part of your brain, you're no longer resting. So you wake up still tired because the part of your brain that was supposed to be getting rested and getting ready for the next day woke back up and was doing just as much as it was if you were awake. So if you mm. do it, you're still not going to, like, it's going to still mess up the quality right. of sleep a little mm. bit. <clears throat> and then the other, <laughs> the other negative I wrote is sleep paralysis, scary. <laughs> that is a big negative. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I wonder if you if there's a way to do like take when you're having a scary dream like a nightmare to like train yourself to pick out the nightmares and be like this isn't real and like turn it into something. Oh, well happening. shall we get into the benefits then? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we'll start with that one. Uh lucid dreaming is starting to be used for therapy. Yeah, okay. Because for a couple things, one uh PTSD. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Chaz has entered the building. Chaz, with, the roommate. With what looks like pancakes or waffles. That is a, I've heard it called pancake with abs. Mm. Pancakes with abs. <laughs> Chaz, have you ever had, a, ever had a lucid dream? I have. Did you love it? Uh, it only lasted about five seconds. Oh, so like me. Mm-hmm. sounds good so uh ptsd they've used it to help people with that um they've used it to help people who do have nightmares because if you can lucid dream you can control the nightmare and you know how nightmares always end badly that's why they're the worst yeah when you're in control of the dream you can change it and you know if it's a monster you can beat the monster or if it's something you can Set the situation as where you win in the yeah. end. I guess just ultimately, if you can under, like realize that you're dreaming, uh-huh. it's not going to be scary anymore. Yep. I mean, maybe a little bit, but... Um, and then anxiety. People uh, that have a lot of anxiety over real-life situations can lucid dream and run those situations as like virtual trials just to work through them. And that's helped people a lot. So that hmm. the actual oh, real that's interesting. The actual real world benefits of this is pretty neat, which I didn't know a lot of this. I was just like, cool, you can fly if you want. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds cool. Which brings me to my last two benefits. Number 1, world building and storytelling. 
it's like primetime television, virtual reality that you get to design and real be a time. part of every second, yeah. real time. It's like AI, but you are the AI. It's yeah. just I. It's just I. No artificial about it. It is me. <laughs> I, intelligence. It is just intelligence. Isn't that so cool, though, that, like, this is where the potential of this blows my mind. Like, mm-hmm. where this is, I think, where you can flex your creativity yep. the most in any situation ever. Yeah. Like, what can you build? Where can you go? What can what stories can you tell or invent? It's like a video game that you're designing as you're playing. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, I just started learning this uh, 3D modeling software called Blender. Uh-huh. And... If you want to, if you want to like design something, uh huh, like a, a house or something, uh huh, you could just build a wall, build another wall, uh huh, paint the wall, put a chair there. <laughs> Good sound. Good chair <laughs> placement noise. That's this is where it gets weirdly like Inception. You yeah. actually like are the literally architect. an architect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which brings me to my last point: is creativity. So you know how I said I came up with that whole rap in the shower? Yeah. That's because, and we talked about that in the last episode, that's yeah. because you're removing yourself from the environment. Yep. You're breaking down inhibitors, like mm-hmm. critical thinking inhibitors in your mind and just free state creative thinking. Yeah. Lucid dreaming is like that feeling, of creativity in the shower on steroids. So like you can, if you can master it, you can go in there and literally just come up with crazy ideas and create whatever you want. Like you could write a book, wake up and start writing it in real life. That's crazy. Or you could plan a movie or make a song, anything. If I design a bridge that wouldn't fall. If I can get my next lucid dream or my Uh first lucid dream going, I'm going to continue developing the sand bear world. (laughs) I get that. Better believe it. Yeah. Maybe add some details. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some plot points <laughs> something that would make it interesting but there you go i just introduced everyone to an aspect of the human creation that few people know to utilize and i think that that's pretty neat and that i hate that neat. i just ended my topic by saying that's, that's pretty neat pretty <laughs> neat hmm Okay, Josiah, this was a fun first episode. I, I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. Hope you guys all were too. Yeah. And uh, for those of you that watched this whole thing, I mean... Yeah. Sorry I didn't make as much eye contact <laughs> with the camera. Yeah, I, uh, I realized I touched my face a lot. Yeah. There's some, some things you learn about yourself when you like listen to... There we go. I said like again. <laughs> That's, I need someone with an air horn. Every time I say like, like or stuff, yeah, I uh, yeah, I need to make a list of the things <laughs> I say a lot. We'll get I'm better. so unaware of myself that I don't even know what the list is. Yeah, yet. I know. We'll, we'll get better. Okay. <clears throat> well, thirty seconds. You go yeah, first. Yep. Why do people vote for you? Um. Again, I talked about you can sue yourself, and yeah. I I had this idea. <laughs> I looked into it. Um, I found some data that backed it up. You can sue yourself. Uh, sometimes you just got to think outside the box. Mm. Um, even if, even if it might get you some weird looks. Okay. You know, I like it. Yeah, it was a very creative topic. 
Well, I think you should vote for me because I just opened up a Minecraft in your head or like a World of Warcraft. Really, whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Right in your head. A workspace, a study hall, a... uh, A grease board. uh, Yeah, a garage fully stocked. You know what a grease board is? It's it's when you write notes with grease. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a whiteboard. But uh, people, people call it a grease board and a grease pencil. You've never heard that? No. Is that? It seems like an old old man thing to say. Well, but, let me let me grab my grease board. <laughs> let's head over to the grease board. <laughs> let me whip out well, the grease pencil. Let's mock up some <laughs> quick. <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of funny. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that was that was it. Okay. I mean, I'm just I unlocked an entire reality in your mind, yeah. but that's nothing special, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Um, oh, something else that I just now thought of. Uh huh. If you're part of the Thousand Push-Up Club, welcome. Welcome yes. back. Um, yes. Good to, good to have you. <laughs> if not, do a hun- do a thousand push-ups in one week, and uh-huh. we'll, we'll send you a certificate. There's quite a few. I want to say there's like five or six people in this club already. Yeah. I think six. Okay. I think there's about six. Yeah. Yeah. So join the club. Join the club. We'll send join you a certificate. Club. Digital cer- certificate worth, valued at well over a thousand dollars. Okay, Josiah. Here's how the podcast works. Yep. Um, especially for you new listeners out there. We both come to the table. We present a topic. It's a fight to the death, but not to the death. The end. And then we take that to social media. That's at Learn Podcast all over the board. You jump on there. You can also click the link in this podcast episode if you'd like as well. And that's going to take you to a voting station. Now what you're going to want to do there is click the name of the person who you thought had the better topic, the better presented topic, whatever your criteria are for who won this episode. Now, whoever loses the episode, according to the voter's opinion, has to do a punishment. Josiah, would you like to share the punishment? Yeah, the punishment for this episode is the loser has to wear their socks in the shower for one week, seven (laughs) days in a row. I love this one so much. And uh, it can be different socks. It could be the same. (laughs) You have like shower socks that you put on every time. Shower socks. And uh, I just—it's a great punishment because everybody hates having wet socks. Like you—you walk by the fridge and you step in a puddle uh-huh. from a melted ice cube that just kind of ruins your day. You drop from a thirteen to like a four easily, really fast, easily. Uh-huh. And and uh, so we're gonna try and extend that. Yeah. So uh, jump on our social media or with the link below. Give us a vote for whoever you think had the better topic, and um, Josiah will look forward to wearing wet socks all next week you wish okay (laughs) Uh, again thanks everybody for listening yeah Uh, welcome back we're excited for another year this is about a full year Uh season two yeah season blue and uh yeah anything else you got to say i only have four words to say play us out larry